Stage with Dark Char Media with your host, Danny Atwell. This month, Danny and Miguel sit down with Chris Hangel, Gibby Gibbler, and Kelly Hunter to talk about Branded by Blood and Tales of the Night Child. Wrong show. Everybody, welcome to the next episode of Off the Cuff for the month of May. Or as I've been knowing to call it, Dark May. Because there's a lot of darkness in this uh, month. Which is kind of weird because technically it's one of the brighter months of the of the year. But whatever. Uh, I'm your host, Danny Atwell. But I say it with the Justin Timberlake accent. Solid beginning there, babe. Solid (laughs) beginning. I'm your host, Danny Atwell. Along with me as always, the dead man himself, Miguel Pedroza. And we have our guest today. All the way from the bird's nest, <laughs> Kelly Hunter. Hello, hello. And grave robber himself, Chris Hangle. Greetings, salutations. The voice of Rafferty speaks to us. Yes, yeah. But he's also with some other things too, <laughs> especially Ronathan Joyce, the judge. Now, I told you today is my day off, Daniel. <laughs> I do not want to be bothered with your nonsense. God, I love that character. Well, remember, you don't deal with any nonsense. You're no nonsense, remember? And on my day off, it's my own nonsense. Now, you do not tell the presiding judge of 45 years what he can and cannot do with his day off. 20, okay, 20, good point. Judge, judge, 25, judge. 25, you. It's 25. It's 25. You read the script wrong. It's 25. Well, shit. Those He's damn no- sock puppets got me flustered. It is the month of May. We do have some very important episodes here. Oh my god! Uh, we yes. have the debut of uh, two shows this month. Two mm-hmm. very heavy fucking shows, uh, heavy hitters in my opinion, and it's a heavy, heavy month. And I am I'm very proud that uh, all these shows came out because I was I was expecting a lot. I did not know that we were gonna have so much. You know what I mean? You mean quality wise or quantity wise? Because I, I think hope quantity Gibby I gets in you. here. I hope Gibby gets in here so I can be like, bro. <laughs> yeah Gibby did fantastic yes he did he he did so well um i i i was i was i was uh expecting him to send it i did not know he would send it that hard like he stepped into this and went for went for the throat and he nailed it like Dude, he, he sent it like an offshore offshore ship cannon bro like oh it's so fun. I wish there was a way maybe this can be something that happens later that we could roll off each other if that makes any sense because I'm I'm in the episode of that show that you're talking about. It's the first one I've done and it's really cool to hear his responses but I kind of like, you know, wish there could be a way where like we could actually be recording at the same time. Oh, yeah, that's what we've been saying forever. Like we need to get an actual meetup, not during Halloween because we're all creepers that actually do stuff on Halloween time. <laughs> Where we can My all have like a holiday. giant, yeah. Where we can all have like a giant table read slash improv with that fucking awesome pizza that we had. I know, yeah. Go and get some of the uh, Rockefeller's pizza Fuck from Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh, Fuck I will. Yeah. Let me tell you, I would love. Uh, I I'm trying my hardest to find another way to get down to see everyone. And Rockefellers, um, if you're listening, please sponsor us. Yeah, Rockefellers, <laughs> please, because your pizza was amazing. It really uh, was, though. I didn't. Ex- I didn't expect our big asses to fill up on it, but we did. Yeah, 
And we had some we took home. We took back to the hotel room too. Hell yeah. <laughs> it was worth all of the lactose intolerance symptoms. Absolutely yeah. worth it. Hell it yeah. Was. The it true was. judge of a good pizza. Yeah, totally worth it. But then again, lactose intolerant people are the few people with food allergies that really don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's Correct. like, <laughs> I'll walk down the dairy aisle. I'm lactose intolerant. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> The other day, I got chicken nachos with extra sour cream and extra shredded cheese, and I, I bet you how that felt. Oh man, I was I was in a rush to get home because I was forty five minutes away from the house. Oh, dude! <laughs> but it was worth it. It was so worth it. Plus, I got a mix of their their mild and their hot salsa, and their hot salsa was made right. Like I swear, they've probably got like a Mexican in that kitchen because. It was dark, blood red, and it had the seeds in it and everything. Oh, <laughs> so Milky Way, if you're listening to this, please also sponsor us because the Rip yeah. Your Float was amazing. So we got to get Mountain Dew. We just out there like begging for sponsors. <laughs> Everybody's Hell begging. Yeah. Well, Bobby was begging for sponsors from uh, from Mountain Dew back in the day. Do I need to oh, shake yeah, my cup that. here? Alms for the poor. Alms for the poor. <laughs> That's literally hey, so, a coffee cup full of quarters. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of spicy, though, let's start off with uh, the first episode of the month, which was fun with fun dirt. With dirt. Mm. <laughs> you didn't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> this I about died, y'all. This episode was. A roller coaster from minute fucking one to the last second of the episode. It did not stop. It was so goddamn funny. And I I I, I was I was being part of the writing team, then always like forgetting that I do shit. And then like hearing Craig and then like everything mixed up. I always forget stuff. So like hearing the whole thing come together and just go to go insane essentially like yeah. was one of the most fun parts of this entire series the the brief bit that you get in the beginning especially with bert and he even sets the tone with it goes this is a very special episode of fun with dirt we don't do special episodes <laughs> So when it got ready to do like the zipping of the overall thing, it's like I literally could hear hear like the cheesy ass seventies porn music in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh my god, I was like in tears. And because I'm not too familiar with the series, I don't get everything that's going on, but I got enough. And I don't know if it was just hilarious all on its own, but the fact that I've been friends with you for so long. And I know what your personality is like, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> to hear all that. And then when you're at the McDonald's and you fall asleep in the car and you wake up like, oh, our titties are so soft. I like almost spit <laughs> coffee out of my mouth. It was so funny. Oh, her boobs are so soft. Oh, her boobs are so soft. What? <laughs> and how you tricked that poor kid into giving him their food I would be waking up free. in soft boobs and forgetting where I am. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, not the worst dream to have. That, that, that is that is a goal. That is a goal. All right. That was, that a, is that a, was a goal and a half. And that's <laughs> why they're called fun pillows. Like every, like the, the and I forget that I voiced Clarence. Thank you. I couldn't remember his name. I forgot that I, <laughs> that I voiced Clarence, and I was like, 
I could have rubbed it a little thick on that one, didn't I? You did, dude. <laughs> but like, especially, especially when you were in the middle, in front of Shanice, and and you and you and Harry merged to become Clary. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, baby, why he's in there looking so fine? So fine. Come <laughs> on. I mean, I started to feel uncomfortable just listening to the situation. I'm like, that dude, was I the need whole to, point. Do it's, I need it, to turn this perfect. down? Am I intruding? What trouble? You were in the episode. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, like, like th- this whole beginning sequence was was insane. Of course, we have uh, we have Clarence swaying uh, Harry to uh, have one last romp with my baby. <laughs> I mean, understandable. understandable, understandable, and uh, like, uh, we we have uh, we have both. Clarence and Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Darby right here. <laughs> when when we were writing this, like, uh, and we wanted to do this scene, uh, Danny. Uh, what was what what was your what was your first like run at this? Because I remember we went through a couple of drafts of this. So my first the first run that I had originally was that it was going to be um it was going to be a situation where Harry was going to have like the Jay was going to be still in the building. I was like, that's, that's not going to work. No. Not, not for this part. Um, I think, it th- I think I always had the same, you know, ending that, uh, Jay was going to have to go outside and Harry slash, uh, Clarence were going to have their thing. The only thing I added was the scene where Shanice opens the blinds. The blinds. Uh-huh. And he's like, what would make Jay just flip? <laughs> so Jay flips while he's in the middle of talking to Craig, who sits there and tells him bad news. Yeah. And and uh, you know, it, you know, for those who you know the episode, he's like that uh, that the Griff had died and Strangler had did it. And it was like, oh damn, there's another one from uh from McGee's. Yeah. So can I just say y'all got a lot of people getting murdered up in here? Well, that's the it's fun with dirt. No, no, I know, but I just mean like all the shows I listen to, I think somebody got murdered in everyone but the one. Which one? Destination Boulevard. He killed somebody, but he didn't murder him. Oh no, he murdered the shit out of him. <laughs> but oh, we're, gonna, that, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Eventually, <laughs> Chris, as uh, as uh, Cherie, what what was what was your process going into this? Because uh, I remember Danny telling you at one point that you really didn't modulate your voice so much, except for the pitch. So what was your? Yeah, I just beefed it up just a slight bit so what was your what was your thoughts going into the whole this whole thing like was it uh because you you do have a monologue in this episode about nymphomania and you do have right uh, of course the interaction with uh clarence so what was your what was your what was your tone going for this like when i was recording it or when i was listening to it when you were when you were recording it give us a little bit of both why not well, or both yeah. when i was recording it i was picturing a mix of Blanche Devereaux from the Golden Girls and my third favorite adult film actress, Diamond Jackson. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like the suave and de boner of Blanche Devereaux, but, you know, stacked like a brick house like Diamond Jackson. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was kind of like the mindset I put myself in. And Danny was like, well, we can modulate it a little bit to fix it. So, you know, just kind of like just kind of go with it and i was honestly just screwing around with it until i got to the monologue part and like as i was like reading it out loud i was like you know this is actually really heavy and like 
kind of like legitimately what people with nymphomania have to deal with like yeah to to a regular person you know like you don't not i mean or even a kinky person you know you don't have to be vanilla to not understand but like you know you don't think about all you think is like yeah all the time but then you kind of realize it really is like a disorder yeah you know it's massively intrusive yeah it's like yeah. it, it takes all the fun out of what's supposed to be fun like i don't personally suffer from nymphomania but i'm a psychiatric nurse so that's kind of what i do for a living so yeah so it was nice exactly. to see some of that explained and not just thrown out of his plot device of like oh she's just a horny slut so she's a nymphomaniac yeah, no. It's like the fact that it was addressing that, you know, there's like all this intrusive and all this shame yeah. and all this other stuff that goes along with it. It was nice that y'all didn't just turn it into another yeah. joke. And just you being like, I mean? like being outcast by, you know, friends, family and neighbors because. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. The one thing I wanted to make sure of when I wrote this part was, OK, we're going to use her as an nymphomaniac. And I was like, OK, but if we're going to do it as a nymphomaniac, we're going to be serious about it. Yeah. Which is uh, which is weird considering you know n- not very many people are like oh let's be serious about nymphomania, but he's, right the first thing she says to Harry she's like it's not how it is in porn big man it's yeah. not well I mean so like I, I I love I love working on these kinds of things with you because you know we take the joke and then we take the joke to where it's supposed to go which is the you know the realism addressing the idea that nymphomania is a disorder. Mm-hmm. But then we we bring it right the fuck back SNL style and we go full bore with it, you know, like like yeah yeah, uh, Clarence and Janice end up going at it, uh, uh, like 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 rabbits and you know like one we, hour passes, two hour passes, <laughs> two hours. yeah, like we get serious about it at first and then we're like, all right, back to the show, right? You know, it's kind we of like our, it was kind of like the dark charm disclaimer, like look, we're not making fun of this and we're not making light of this. But this situation is kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's very like. Very much so. Yeah. Kelly, it, like. This, you, it's, she's, she's ghost fucking. Basically. <laughs> like, she, she's conduit fucking. Like, okay, remember that scene in Ghostbusters when yeah. the boat moves on its own? It's like that, but there's actually like a person there. Like, yeah. It's a mix, you know? Pretty Definitely. much. Definitely. Definitely. Kelly, weigh in on this whole situation right, right now, this, this whole first scene uh, before we move on to the next one. There's an infamy thing, which, like I said, I appreciated being in the psych field. A lot of not just, you know, I, I talk about this with one of my other kids. She is getting into designing games that way they throw mental illnesses in there. It's like, oh, and then it turns out they were schizophrenic or, oh, and then, you know, it's very easy right. to throw that in in a cliched way. It was explanatory enough that it was putting forward that it's a disorder, but it wasn't like, okay, so now we're getting a boring textbook lesson either. Yeah. So I feel like it flowed. Plus, it was just right. hilarious. You know, it's like, it's like, oh, and now they've opened the window. Oh, and now it's been two hours. Oh, and now he's so starving and doesn't remember everything. He wants to eat 12,000 things of food at the <laughs> there. You know, it, it was... <laughs> Oh my god! I, I had really a lot funny. of fun. And let me just say, I didn't know that you did Charisse. No, I, I assumed it was a chick. Nope. Well, it was. Thank it you, Ray Robert. Way to go! Yeah, he's uh, he's that talented. He it really is, though. I also played a little girl in a couple of cartoons, or at least one. Yeah, yeah she but... heard commercial Palooza today too. Butterflies <laughs> for you. Butterflies for you. 
and uh, I think uh, I I think the cherry on the whole situation was who the fuck still says goodbye anymore? What the fuck is this? The 1950s? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! I don't know why, but it tickled me right. Like it, like after everything was going on, goodbye, it's just like Craig. who says goodbye anymore? Who the fuck says goodbye anymore? What the fuck is this? 1950s? <laughs> and uh, so after after we after we learn that he's he, he's uh. Uh, that that uh, Harry is related to our very our very best yep. boy, uh, Billy Aykroyd from uh, from fun, from a Brotherhood of Ridiculous Brotherhood people. of Ridiculous People. I think that was I think that was a beautiful Easter egg there uh, for all of our listeners. Uh, we when we go on and of course we have we have uh, Chris's favorite part where they trick him into uh, giving him the food for free, which yeah. I thought was a very. I mean, who wouldn't get excited over just swindling out the McDonald's game? And yeah. the fact that you play Gladstone too, Chris. Oh yeah, yeah. You play Gladstone, yeah, you the manager. The, you played the manager. <laughs> I thought that voice sounded familiar. I'm like, who is that? Matthew Drew in the case of the missing dildo. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that man. was great. Oh my that god, was, that was uh, great. But I'm starting fun... to be. Like, I'm starting to be like Miguel now. Like, yeah. Oh, I did. What the okay, fuck cool. you did. <laughs> I think it's funny though because Danny's had that whole dildo story loaded up and he's been trying to use it in fun with dirt for two seasons now and, <laughs> and I finally, finally got it finally got to use it baby fan fair for Danny <laughs> yeah well, like, cause, cause, why have you held on to that story for so long because I had to have it in the right context no no I mean why did you think it was important enough to hold on to it for two years because he just really wanted to keep that dildo inside <laughs> his mind his mind I thank mean. you for following that up so beautifully for me i love it okay i walked right into that yeah you did mind. yeah you did walked into it or fell onto it darling oh shit <laughs> well i have i have a friend who's a first responder Kelly. and she can tell you nothing accidentally gets up there no oh yeah oh yeah no such thing as a slip and fall <laughs> but so yeah yeah like like i said fanfare for danny finally got to use that uh that that story that he's been holding on oh, to God, yeah and, <laughs> uh, it, was, it was fucking hilarious but the funny I, thing was like the fact that because tyler's played by stacy uh-huh and yep. i had stacy listening to that whole thing and she's like oh god <laughs> Uh, we like we try not to traumatize our cast folks but sometimes it happens it happens and of course we have uh mm-hmm. right after that we have an appearance from our Diablo. favorite psychopath uh el diablo going oh through gosh. uh going through harry's uh fridge so <laughs> i told because originally like when we put the scene together i was like dude i i want to make this funny funny and you were like, okay, let's see, let you know, so, like, what happens if he, like, breaks into his house? And I was like, okay, let's do it that way. So we had her breaking into the house, but then I, lo- I listened back to it, and I'm like, oh, my God, Diablo kept the Strangler from coming after Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you notice in the at the end of the episode there's a figure looking at harry's window and now any entrance that he should that the that person could possibly get in gone and the uh, el diablo served as a security device and got beat with nunchucks for it beat with homemade nunchucks 
I think uh, I, I think the idea that uh, when we were writing this, that when uh, I think we were on a call when we were writing this, mm-hmm. and the lines that I was putting down for El Diablo, Danny was just crying, laughing. Oh my god! Like because we because Danny couldn't justify why El Diablo would break in, and I was like, because he's raiding his fridge because the guy's a dickhead, and he's go- he's going he wants to talk about the match that's going to happen, and. He's just raiding his fridge, being an asshole, and like so. Danny was just like, "Well, how do we make that funny?" And I was like, "Like this. How do you stay so big, eating so little?" I thought. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, we we would get some national, <laughs> we get some national coverage if we do this real good, man. Let's talk about this. Ow, ow, hey! Ah. And uh, not every match needs to be planned, man. Jeez. Okay, I get it. Not every match needs to be planned. Oh, fuck, shit. How? Oh, I, like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think uh, the the thumbs up for me on that one was just hearing Danny crying, laughing as I was putting the lines oh. down. Hearing it come to fruition is like twice as funny. Oh man, it was great. Kelly, uh, what, what do you, what do you think about the poor little Mexican guy getting beaten with uh with nunchucks? So I didn't quite understand why he was breaking into the fridge because I don't know anything about who the character was ahead of time, but it was really funny. Bonk, bonk, bonk. Okay. Get out of my house. <laughs> Chris? I'm hungry. I I'm just love, I just, I just, I don't know. I just love it when El Diablo's getting his ass beat, no matter what. <laughs> like, it's my favorite. by Harry just... Day at Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As, like, because... Oh, everybody knows somebody that is like El Diablo. They're not necessarily Latino, but everybody knows somebody that's like El Diablo. So yep. it's kind of fun just hearing that annoying little shit get his ass kicked, even with a pair of fucking homemade nunchucks. Like, yeah, I love it. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Every, every time El Diablo's in, in one of these episodes, I, I, it's, you can always tell that. You can always tell where the tone has gone for this episode, and yeah, we know Griff died, but we ended it on such a funny note and such a threatening tone that it was a lot. It was a lot of fun. I think this is now a really cool stepping stone as we start to ramp up what's happening next. What do you guys think? I think the next episode is going to do that too. Uh, I forget what the next episode is. Hold on. The gym. Oh, we're finally going to the gym. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh shit! The yeah. gym. The gym. We're finally going to the right, gym. Now I feel like I should say the gym. Like, I understand what y'all are talking about. Yeah, the gym. <laughs> I think all three of us are talking about different shit, though. It's the gym, y'all. Yeah. yeah. I think all three of us are talking about different shit, though. Danny and Miguel are on the same page. Yeah, Danny, uh, Danny and I are on the same page. Grave Robert, Chris has a really good idea. I am uh, on my own thing with, the, with this episode. <laughs> and Miguel doesn't even know about it. I, I tell you what, man, uh, I've been waiting for this because, Ugh. you know what, I'll save it for next month. I'll save it for yep, next month because, next like, episode, it's, it's just, it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good, and I can't wait to hear it. It's going to be so good, and I am anxious. Very, <laughs> very much so. So fucking funny. Uh, but speaking of, uh, speaking of funny and ending on weird notes, let's move on to Detonation Boulevard. Yeah. What's common resources? So, Detonation Boulevard. This was one of the more 
action-packed, very cerebral, violent episodes that we had. And coming off of two heartbreakers, two tearjerkers, like I was talking about before we started recording, I felt that this was a nice, weirdly enough, for what it was, <laughs> uh, I think it was a nice uh, breath of fresh air. Yes, it was. What do you think, Chris? I think so. So, I think so. It starts off like you're like, oh man, it's gonna be another fucking bloody brutal episode. And it wasn't too bad because fucking I know the location of Jet Hawk. Okay, you bring us to him and then we'll give we'll give you the credits. No, I don't think you understand. I am Jet Hawk. God, you're an idiot. I'm like, yes, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I loved it because that. That that to me absolutely matches Jet's persona, especially now that he has that weird superpower Lysol suit. Like <laughs> he's gonna see what he can Thanks. do, you know. <laughs> so yeah, Kelly, you were about to say something. Yeah. Oh, so what I was gonna say is me coming into this with this being the first of these episodes that I've heard. Um, so I didn't get the tearjerker parts. <laughs> Trust me. But good. no, I'm going to go back and listen to it. Are you kidding me? I love it. Um, But there was just kind of like, and I don't know if this is a character development or if the character was this way from the beginning, but there's like this level of just disregardable fuck it. <laughs> no, that's Jet. You know, he's that's just like, you know, it's like, uh, okay, so there's this thing. All right, well, fuck it. Let's do it. You know, kind of like, not even like, the, yeah, let's do it. But it's kind of like, all right, whatever. Fuck it. You know, it's like yeah, we're, do, we're, gonna just, do we're doing this now. You know, kind of like <laughs> oh, the world is ending. Well, we're doing this now. You know, it was very interesting um, to to get that. You know, even when he's talking to himself, it's the same thing. You know, because we always have those personas. Like if you're like in a big problem or having trouble, and you're gonna put that on there. It's like no, that fucking attitude. Like just even when he was talking to his health in his own brain. He's like, fuck it to him. You know, it's like it was very interesting to get that persona. But have that be like, that's not a persona, dude. That's just 100 percent who he is. Yeah. So let, let's once again, give it up for fucking Mac. defending oh the God. environment. <laughs> yeah, let's give Mac. it up for Mac once again, who just knocks it out as Jack. You know Knight's what's crazy? Is yeah. You never really stop clapping until you die. Otherwise, the space between claps just gets Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. What the hell, dude? <laughs> and uh, getting back to it, Ziggy, I I really liked Ziggy in this episode because I remember when we were writing this mm -hmm. and uh, we didn't know Mac was going to voice Ziggy at this point. Uh, we wanted Ziggy to be just on it. He was, he's, he's on Craig mode. He's ruthless. up. He's live. Yeah, ruthless. He's got this thing built up in him. And just, you know, e even the way he describes what he did to the Baroness. You know, oh, just, yes. It's just seeping with this anger, this this volatility, and it's directed and directly course, at Jet. While he's describing what he did to the Baroness, Jet's still a smartass to him. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you can't change like, yeah. that. <laughs> so, like, so, you had your chance. Well, you I still had your chance. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. love Jet, dude. Jet's such an asshole. He's such a dick. <laughs> the just the, the line, the line that he says, which was I think it was uh, 
It must have been excruciating for you to watch her pay a raid around in almost nothing. Yes. And like, like he's like, like this whole thing's coming to an end. He's probably gonna die any second now, but he still has to twist the knife while he has it. You know, it's just fucking jet. <laughs> Because he doesn't know what the suit can really do just yet, and now he's seen what the cloak of night can do. Yeah, in, um, fuck around and find out is a standard operating procedure for Jet. It's not a threat. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> I'm wondering if that's the same thing with all uh, contractors. Is fuck around and find out. It's uh, pretty. pretty much. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure because we had. Uh, we had. I mean, a, you got to uh, have a certain mindset to take that line of work. You know. Oh, absolutely. Hack was that same way. Hack. Yeah. Maxi. And, uh, you yeah. know, um, when he's getting his bath, <laughs> you do any more, you're going to have to charge me extra. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, uh, we, then, uh, of course, after the exchange, we find out that Panzer is a defiler. Oh, which yeah. is something that unless you, uh, when, when you're, uh, when you when you keep up with dark charm, you find out defilers are displaced entities. And uh, kind of explains a lot about Panzer and why Jet was unable to beat him in physical combat on 1-1. Mm. But we also have our first tie-in to the crown jewel of Dark Charm, which is Fascination Street. Street. Yep. And uh, while this whole thing happens, and it does, it does turn bloody, I remember, I, remember, I remember Danny kind of handed me the reins on this scene, and he was just like, make it horrible. And I was like, <laughs> you got it. I was like, like, look, the only, I was like, and I only had like, uh, two, I only had two parameters. One, Jet has got to get his ass kicked in the beginning of this. I mean, like, seriously, ass kicked. And then the second one was at the end, Jet has to, Jet has to come back. It's got, it, like, you know, the classic wrestling trope where yeah, absolutely. your, 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 your uh, face gets beat up for most of the match. And then the heel gets his in the and end. He hulks up, and then you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he does, and he fucks up Panzer, and has probably the bloodiest death in Detonation Boulevard so far. Mm -hmm. Like we've we've had people stab, slice, shot. We've had people, you know, obliterated with obliterated. Explosive. Yeah, like like all these things, but literally having brain aneurysm yeah having <laughs> his 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 arms split literally directly up the middle yep. having his other arm lopped off above the elbow and then having his head crushed like a melon and uh i remember what was really funny was i, I was like i was like writing this and i remember I, I sent it to danny and i was like maybe that's too much it might be a bit much and danny just wrote me back and he was like perfect <laughs> no, perfect perfect revenge right. considering what happened to him in the beginning of the series perfect absolutely uh kelly would, would you like to weigh in on the horrible violence that happened in the beginning of this episode okay so i didn't find it horribly violent does that make me a bad person no just makes you a fan of the show i mean one yeah. of us Sometimes, yeah, sometimes things can be gratuitously violent, I guess. But um, no, I got the feeling that it was like a rematch of sorts. Like, again, I haven't seen the beginning, heard the beginning. Um, So I kind of got that feeling there that this has happened once before, that they've kind of done this dance before. And it's different now feel about it that like he doesn't know if he can beat him and he doesn't even care. He's still going to like, you know, fuck around and find out like you were saying. 
And so I, I thought that the describing of like the limbs being split and like the brain matter being wiped off his fingers, you know, I didn't think it was too much. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, there was a little bit of viscera, I guess, in that explanation. But it does sound like from the tone that I'm getting the series holds that this was like the end game of, you know, this was the, you know, Luke Darth Vader moment kind of thing. It's like these guys were coming together to do the moment that you had the guy that was the real villain on top sending in his lackeys because that's what they always do. That That was... I liked that one a lot. I also liked how with the Cloak of Night, um, the different descriptions of as it was being removed, that like kind of showing all the nastiness of Ziggy's soul. Like had now his again, I don't know if, soul, if, his, if he had the diseases before he got the cloak or if the cloak caused him to start like his evilness started showing up on his skin. I don't know which I got that feeling. There was like that he was just so horrible that this cloak had made him just horrible. Now I could be wrong with that. Maybe he was sick beforehand. I, no, I, he was. He was definitely. Uh, he definitely had some issues prior to him acquiring said cloak. But that was really interesting but, yeah. too. That you know, removing of the darkness, but there's still all this evil and ugly behind, even though the darkness is getting removed, kind of thing. That was really interesting to me too. And we have uh, we have a nice zinger from Fitz right in the middle of all this. <laughs> Fitz, any advice? And uh, what did Fitz say? Don't die. Kick his ass. <laughs> like, don't so die. Don't kick die. his ass. <laughs> kick his ass. All <laughs> well, he said. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Fitz. Gee, thanks. <laughs> I don't know what you're expecting, kid. This ain't my fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't his fight. <laughs> So we have this we have this epic drawn out battle. Fitz Ghostbusters. Is really fun to voice. I like mm-hmm. We love Fitz. Uh we have this Ghostbusters 2 style battle with the, the slime and the, and and Vigo and there's guns going off, there's physical fights going everywhere, then we have a light that just kicks on and starts turning the tide of the fight. And this just turns into this turns into uh, uh, Taker versus Hogan, uh, WrestleMania six, you know, where they just start going at each other and, and, and Jet's just not holding back. Jet's not holding back anymore. He wants his pound of flesh and he is going for it. And yes, peeling off the, peeling off the cloak. I, I think that's a really interesting observation on your part, Kelly, because, you know, peeling off the cloak, the way the cloak kind of works and the way we've kind of hinted at it was that it does amplify what you are so the more horrible and you know twisted and depraved ziggy was the more brought it out in him and uh yeah i totally caught that vibe so if that's what you guys were going for that's exactly what you got oh (laughs) and 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 the best the best thing about that was in the middle of the first part of the fight with ziggy he uses something that damon used in the episode uh, a tenth uh, tenth episode of fascination street Aura of soul. Aura of soul. Knocks Ooh. all the defilers back. But then we get uh, a, we get a cameo before the fight ends. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's when Sir Rafferty of the Nexus Eterna joins us and starts talking to uh, our boy Jet. Let's him know exactly what the suit is, what his place is, that he's uh, that he can be a part of all this. We yeah. have a Gibby here. 
We got Gibby's here. Fireless. Fucking, I would, you know, that's almost perfect timing. Hello, 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 hello. Gibby! What's Gibby. good in the hood, my dudes? How you, we're how you we're doing just finishing up Detonation Boulevard. We're about to talk about you. We're literally about to talk about you. Oh, uh, look at that. It's like as soon as I get talked about, I enter the room. So no, we've been talking about you all the whole time, the whole time. technically, yeah. on and off. Yeah, we yeah. we we sang your praises, and oh, uh, oh my ego enjoys this. Yeah. So what's really fun is you know after all after all after all this You're stuff, all I know I'm gonna all... smoke a cigarette. That's like completely off topic. All you guys vaping is making me cry. Uh, we have a uh, we have the big ending, and I remember. Oh, we thanks. I writing... see you. All right. <laughs> When we had this big ending, uh, I remember we we had almost <laughs> Chris. Chris, Chris yo, that was it. actually good though. Holy shit! What was it? A mix of flavors? Yeah, it was a mix of uh, banana cream and menthol. So it was like a Ooh. like a banana toothpaste, like a banana <laughs> no, like a banana milkshake. Actually, my lighter, my, my poor old fashioned, old lighter for my cigarettes. Oh my god. What I'm kind of what kind of nerds still smoke cigarettes in the year 2023? This yeah. one. 44 year old nerd. <laughs> Here we go. See, I've got a lighter too, but mine's different because it's a jet lighter. Okay, I got one of those at home. But it's an official Zippo internals because I use it for lighting cigars. Oh, nice. Sweet. Anyway, that was off topic. Yeah. Was Completely off topic. topic yeah. <laughs> but I love smoking cigars too, so we're okay. But let's uh let's just let's just finish up the Detonation Boulevard. Boulevard. Yeah, uh, Gibby. What'd you think what? of it, buddy? What did you think of Detonation Boulevard? We're, we're at the we're at the last fight here. Um Well, I just wanna state uh, I cried. Sadly, due to his feed at the moment, we had to cut out half of this feed. Sorry for the inconvenience. But there's more Gibby to come. Yeah. Oh, so now this it. works like this. Okay. okay. So, uh, so yeah, uh, I just want to add one quick note before we get to the three choices because this is really important, uh, and, and I believe that mm-hmm. this is a, this is where the, the series kind of culminates, and we're gonna have the pro the the, the epilogue after that. Uh, you know, uh, we wrote this, and we wrote this, you know, so that we could have all these ties into not only Fascination Street, but all the characters to have a destination in the end. Uh, but there was, there was one line I just kept trying to fit in and it was, I told you and that bitch, I live to kill gods. And the idea that Rafferty was there to witness it, like, <laughs> was kind of, it's like, kind of, kind of like a, a, kind of like a crown jewel for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like well, a, a little, a little, a little polish on the crown for me. But anyways, uh, well, Rafferty so yeah, never claimed to be a god. No. No, no, he he tells uh he tells uh I just picture Rafferty with his like sentient keyboard though or keyboard clipboard just he hears that I kill gods. Um well I got I got other <laughs> things to do. And I can uh... like hmm, okay. Noted. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's let's talk about the three choices. Uh the three choices are really important. Yep. Because as we all know from the, um, from Fascination Street, Damon didn't have a choice to come in to do any of this. He was kind of like thrust into it. Yeah. And the one thing I was like, you know, I was adamant with both Mac and and Miguel. I was like, look, 
if we're going to do this as the opposite of Fascination Street, we have to give Jed a choice because that's because he didn't have one. So he was given three choices. And, you know, the first one obviously was you become a watchman. The suit is yours. We reattune it to you, get it fixed, and you can only have to come back to this plane ever again. The second was you could take the, your birthright. The Cloak of Night is yours, you be, and you become this world's night child. Chet's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what the fucking night child is, but all right. Yeah. Next. <laughs> and then the third is you don't have to take any of them. Go off and do whatever the hell you want. So really, Jet could be related to Night Child. And we more will ways talk than about one. that in a bit. Well, Give I kind of talked part. about it in the other off the cuff. You know, like, it would make sense. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, those are the three choices, and we don't get to find out what those three choices are. Uh, he wants some time to think about it, and. Uh, and uh, that's where we end the episode uh, with him having to take a piss, which I think was one of the funniest things that you kept in there because <laughs> I didn't think you were going to keep that. <laughs> Go ahead, Gibby. What I love the most about that is it's like that is jet perfectly to a character because the rest of the time you're thinking, oh, he's going to go on this. You know, he might go on a drive or go for a walk through the wasteland to really let all of this information he just received sit in his brain and sort of uh, collect He's like, uh, you know what? I'm going to think on it, but I really got to take a piss first. Like, before I make a major life decision, like a major life-changing decision. Well, doesn't I everybody? I mean, hell, See, if you was, that, was that like an ad-lib line? Is that what that was? Yeah, that was an ad-lib by me. See, yeah. I thought that was a, a reference to Rockstar starring Mark Wahlberg. Nope. No. No. Nope. Okay. That was a, that was because he made it because he made a joke about it in the in the, in the uh, earlier part of the uh, uh, the fight. About having to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So I'm like, well, now that you mentioned it, you gotta do it for this part. I mean, <laughs> so that's, uh, that's very true. Kelly, coming coming into all this new, uh, what do you think of the scope of this story so far? Um, it's very interesting. I like the fact that there is kind of the light dark going on. That one's not necessarily seen as being better than the other. So when you get to the end of the episode, it's like, hey, you got some choices to make, honey. And he's like, okay. It's not like a you can be good or you can be bad. It's like, okay, so we have this one route you can take. We have this other route you can take. So I like the fact that it doesn't have quite, at least from what I saw, that hardness of light is good, dark is bad. You know? Yeah, it doesn't have that cliche. It's kind of got you. like the vibe that there's a little bit of both there. It's and like you can be you, you just have to pick your character. Right. It's like, who do you want to be? Tutorial complete. Now that you yeah. have completely wiped the brain matter off of your fingers, <laughs> who do you actually want to be? And I don't know enough about the character because I've only just heard the one episode on if this is something that might actually be a hard decision for them or if this is going to be something that anybody who's kind of followed the whole series is going to be like, yeah, he's going to choose this. You know, well, I don't even know. People it, that follow the story still have a very hard time being like, I don't know what he would choose. That's the problem. I mean, yeah, no. See, I've been following every episode and I'm still like, well, Jed, we're fucking waiting. 
I was in my car when I was listening to that, and I was like, okay, which one is he going to choose? And they're like, yeah. this has been a dark charm. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got me on that one. You're like, you sat there and you did it again, Daddy. Every time. Every, like, And I'm going to say this like I did last time I was on Off the Cuff. If you want, yeah, if you want like a conclusive ending to something, listen to something else because this will give you a cliffhanger <laughs> that'll smack the shit out of you. Danny and I have been friends since high school. I know his style. He has been my DM before. I know. I know oh, how the God. stories oh, this don't man- actually Wait, ever Danny, you DM? end. Why does that no, not surprise no. me? It doesn't surprise me, but it's kind of awesome. God, we need to do we need to do a get together and play a campaign like a, just a real short yes. one night campaign. Yes. Hell yeah! Yes, yes. I will. I will even order a custom minifig just for that night. I will order. I will create my a minifig version of the. Now night he's child. secretly sorry. He asked me we, to come. Dude, you gotta you gotta DM a dark charm media themed campaign, bro. Why not? That'd oh, be awesome. That would be. Oh. I'm down. I'd be down for that. That's it. We're getting, we're getting, we're doing, we're, we're getting everybody. We're getting Nightchild, Juice, Leaf. Yes, we're getting our we're characters. Devereaux. Our characters have to be based off of the characters we've played. Yep. So that, because who would know them? So the only person that would know the characters. Write a story before yeah, that yeah, happens. Then? Yeah. The only, the only character, <laughs> the only people, the person that would know the characters better than the actors is the writer. Which is you know me and Miguel. And which Matt. would be the DMs. Yep. So. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, <laughs> and there could be I'll random bouts of PvP. Yeah, like, could oh. you imagine? Could you imagine Rafferty just sending lightning down on fucking El Diablo? Like, <laughs> oh my god! You look dude. like one of my uncles. I'm gonna kick your ass with one stroke of his fucking magical Nexus Eternal pen. Just... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that would be so sweet. Take that just, couch cushion. Just imagining, just imagining Devro and Jack getting into an argument. Oh my god! No, I think Fuck they'd actually they'd have a lot in common. That's the thing. Jesus like, Christ! See, now there's two of it'd them. Be one of those, yeah. uh, it'd be one of those. It'd be one of those honor among Christ, thieves sort of thing. Them. Like we're both, pe- like we're both pieces of shit, and we understand this. Shanice, so we like the win together, or we me. kill each other. <laughs> yeah, Shanice, the winner gets me, and Jet and Devro just look at each other. I'm not. I'm not participating in this at all. Like, I'm, I, well, somebody has to win and somebody has to lose. All right, cool. I I can see if he wins. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> Come here, big boy. I don't have a pack of smokes. What the fuck do you expect me to do here? <laughs> Come here, big boy. Oh my god. I'm gonna tingle all your senses. Oh my god. I love it. Last time I heard that was at a weird nightclub down in Baton Rouge. Bottom. Oh, would that happen to be the night that Miss Scarlet was playing? Because that, that would be me. Miss- you seem a little young to be going to one of my shows. Devereaux, I can't take you fucking anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what can I say? I know people around the area. I, I like to dip my fingers where they don't belong sometimes. Now, what oh, in the hell is going on over here? <laughs> oh, no. Now oh, no, 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 See, this is unfair. You guys have too many characters to fight against me. Well, I'm trying to get more for you. I only got one. <laughs> what do you mean I have too many characters? I got one. That is it. No, oh, no. you play a secondary character this month. You uh, had two characters oh. this month, bro. So, oh, let's, shit. That's right uh, at two. I forgot. Well, sorry. Speaking, Your character fought um, my character. 
let's talk about Detective Brayden fucking Devereaux. That I is fucking right. We him. have the premiere of Branded by Blood, a Danny Atwell production. I had nothing to do with this except for I lended my I lent my voice as Gatekeeper Mortis. My premiere as Gatekeeper Mortis for this. And uh this uh is this is a whole new concept for Dark Charm. Uh this is a very noir style uh detective story, and we have the star of it right here, Gibby, and we have another star of it right over here. Kelly. So uh let's let's love it. Let's get into this, man. Uh, hey. <laughs> we just, we just wave our hands, let us know. If you can't see the name right here, we just got to yeah. let you know who's who. Yeah. So I got to I gotta start off by saying that, Gibby, man, uh, I, I said it before you joined the call. I know you were having a lot of technical issues. You, uh, I, I expected you to step into this role. I did not expect you to do what you did like you went for the throat and you got every fucking inch of it you were mm -hmm. incredible for your first for, for your first time too like this was i was so proud and i was so impressed and i was <laughs> actually yeah. dude uh, from the very fucking beginning of the episode he's like fucking freaking out and he's like i'm gonna fucking find you i'm just like yes Fucking Gibby killing this shit, man. He was all nervous and shit before talking to us on Discord. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, I was nervous as a motherfucker. What do you mean? We, we, Gibby, oh, we're, we were literally talking, what, 15, 20 minutes just to calm your nerves to get started in the first place? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I was like, Gibby, you're going to do good. Just just follow my lead. and You got this. <laughs> and he, oh, he, there, he there pulled was, out all the stops. It was great. He fucking got it, though, like for real. Oh, there's uh, there's a there's gonna be a couple scenes here in Branded by Blood where uh, I like to use my outdoor voice, and I have uh, found out by talking to my ex neighbor, <laughs> she was not too happy with me on those scenes. Is that uh, why it's your ex neighbor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because uh, I was in an upstairs apartment and I had to do a lot of loud scenes, and she was she she texts me and she's like, yeah, I heard all bit of that. Like, You're like, good. You should have texted her back. Good. You should have texted her back. So, what'd you think? You can see the rest of it on yeah, of it. Dark Charm Media. Yeah, you should send her the link to the episodes when they come out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Remember me screaming? Here you go. This is what I was doing. <laughs> have fun with that. Context, mama. So, uh, well, so, I mean, let's, like I said, let's... thank you guys. I appreciate that. No, we are, we so are all good. very proud of you. It was so good. Uh, so let's get into it. This is uh, this is the premiere episode. We we uh, get to know uh, Braden Devereaux a little bit. Apparently, he has a reputation in the department of being quite an asshole, a smoker on crime scenes, and uh, has the power to smell blood and uh, heartbeats, and has many interactions with a lot of people. And let me tell you, the snark on mm. Braden is only paralleled by. I, I can only I can only say God. fucking Rafferty, dude. When like, Braid when Braden fucking was like interrogated, or do you mean questioned? When small brains use big words, I was like, oh fucking get him! He's <laughs> over here fucking snapping on him like average fucking redditor, you I know. Love the end. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. the end I, uh, I, where he was like, yeah. I, I, remember that when you're interrogating your wife on what's for dinner tonight? Yes. He yeah, was uh, such when a I did dick. that, <laughs> when I did that line, I was like, "Oh, ah, oh, I tasted the, I tasted the venom on that one." Yeah, right. 
<laughs> it was really good it was really really good and uh it's uh i uh i i i remember i remember like i don't remember at all fucking uh doing during the narration because you know it's, it's me i'm a dumbass yeah he, but... he blanks his mind once he's done something <laughs> <laughs> but i'll tell you listening to this and uh uh because i have so little to do with it you know like what are the projects that i have so little to do with i get i get i get a chance to listen to this anew and uh i had a lot of fucking fun with this episode like a lot of fun with this episode uh this is very 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 dark charm this fits in with everything else that's going on in the world uh and uh well i mean let's 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 start from the beginning i mean we find out that he can smell blood he can detect things like that we have we have a couple of guest appearances from uh uh the uh the drunk folks uh the two uh the two witnesses uh who were they played by they were played by my daughter <laughs> they played by your daughter okay i was like liz uh, make oh. these the dumbest slash youngest like overtly crazy yeah. okay. and she was like oh i don't know if i could do that dad but i'll try <laughs> yeah Dude, oh man i was being snarky out, to your daughter son of a bitch <laughs> you arrested his daughters man yeah <laughs> how old are you 25 you, you just brought this guy over here. He was twenty-four. <laughs> like this, this, it's... this, this whole thing played out like a, like a procedural cop show on HBO, and I was, I know, and I'm here for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And oh, uh, I mean, it, it plays out. What is those like? You watch. You're afraid to miss a single episode because you're like, I know I'm just gonna miss so much if I even miss a second yeah. of the show. It was. I mean, it's kind of like if there was a dark version of that cop show with Andy Samberg, Brooklyn Nine. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if there yeah. was like a dark version of Brooklyn Nine Nine, this this would be this, this would be is probably what it'd be like. I mean, Kelly, like, there's a huge difference between this and Noxo. Um, very oh, much so. such a difference. Oh yes. Like because... totally, totally in character, character wise, totally different. Mm -hmm. Uh But Kelly gets yeah, to tell mean... Kelly. Uh, Kelly tells him you know, to fuck off, Brick. Like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, the first line she says to Devereaux, or what was it? Uh, it's like uh, I call him an asshat. Yeah, you call yeah. Him an <laughs> I tell him to fuck off. I tell him that we're not his servants. Um, yeah. so to be fair, not giving away what may or may not be coming be in the fair. future. Uh, don't, don't. Um, for the first thing, it's like I kind of you just want to have that moment. It's like I just want to have that sound effect where she kind of just walks up to you and slaps the cigarette right out of your mouth. That is a oh. sin. Don't do that. I feel like, oh. I feel like yeah, that... Shane puts up with you because she knows you're good at your job, but she's like, your attitude is not appreciated. You're a dick. Yeah, I was about to say, oh, that, that'd be a sin. That See, and that would be one of those, like, excuse me, ma'am, before I try to punch you directly in your nose, I need to go grab said cigarette you just flicked out of my mouth. But even then, like, when he when she said, you know, like, the, that whole but... situation, he just moved away gave her the bird <laughs> yeah i feel like even if you told that too though maybe i'm wrong but with, with how i feel with shane if you'd said that she'd just stand there and wait be like all right you're gonna yeah, try to punch bitch. me let's go <laughs> <laughs> now the, the the relationship between shane and and, and Devereaux is going to get a, a whole lot more interesting than just that little brief Tip. bit but yeah. the idea was at this point to um to bring it in as a starting point between the two characters so which great starting point great way to introduce the uh chemistry between those two because obviously you, you gotta have something there mm -hmm. it can't all just be like everybody 
everybody doesn't know what to say to Devro or every time he, you know, tries to talk, everybody's like, all right, whatever, prick. You want to yeah, keep talking? That, yeah, go down. off. Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah, it's like, oh, fuck this guy again. Where she's just like, okay, you got beef, I got smoke. Let's handle this right here. <laughs> <laughs> you literally got a lot of smoke. <laughs> puts over, though, that she respects what he does. She just oh, yeah. doesn't yeah. like him and doesn't get it. Like, she knows something's going down that nobody's talking about, but she's like, I'm not going to be the one shit, that says something that first. Out. Like, I love the, the, that line. She's like, shit, Shaggy's doing it again. He's doing that shit again. He's back he's on his bullshit. Weird shit again. So he's, now, he's sniffing the air, and I don't know what to say to him. So now that the episode is out, now that all the recording and nerves are done, Gibby, how do you feel about how do you feel about the episode, man? How do you feel about what you did? I, I liked it. I liked uh I liked what I did. My mic it's this is just the perfectionist side of me talking. I noticed sometimes my mic was a little too hot for my liking, but that's just me. That's just me being a perfectionist, but I loved it. I loved doing it. Uh ask Danny every time we went to go record an episode, I was like Dude, I don't know if I can do this. I don't, you know, I'm freaking the fuck out. It, you know, I'm scared. And he's like, it, I'm paraphrasing what Danny said because he's a lot nicer than how I'm about to put it. He's like, shut the fuck up and do it. You're going to do great. <laughs> like I said, paraphrasing, but um, you're I literally paraphrasing it. that. No point in time yeah. did I tell you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> he just told that, you to shut up. There was I no just fucking said, there. You're going to be great. Yeah. Follow my lead. You're going to be fine. So, can I just yeah, say, that's... as somebody who's meeting all of you really for the first time, so sure. you know I don't Hi. have any past history or reason to be like, oh, you're my best friend. I'm going to lie. It was awesome. It was really great. It was funny. It was serious. There was like that snap sass, you know, going on in there. So, yeah, it was. It was legit, dude. And I could smell was, the yeah, sweat and the some... humidity too. Oh, like, oh, seriously God. though, right? Like I'm not the only one that I, felt that, like, right? As like, I was listening to it, to it, I started to feel like sticky. I'm like, oh, feel like thought I moved yes. away from this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the whole point. I wanted to give, and I guess I I, I over promised on that one. I gave, I, I was like, I need to give some Louisiana to this thing. God, Dude, I didn't realize could, it was giving humidity too. Yeah, we could I, feel I, the, I we could it. feel it. We could I smell sticky. the sweat. I was like, like I was like, oh. ah, ah. Yeah, I needed, I needed <laughs> to uh, ring my undies out after listening to that episode. I was just like, oh, god, this is dull. Don't I had, to check, wall, I just, I had to check for chiggers between my toes. I was like, oh. <laughs> and and I gotta give props also to uh to to Devereaux's counter uh counterweight, so to speak, which is uh Josh Schroyer's character, Mike Brady. Yes. Yes, he I was about was to say. Very good. He was a very good addition. Um, and the reason why, I, and and the cool thing about Josh was, I talked to Miguel while we were in Cincinnati. I was like, dude, Josh would be really good for for Brady. Yeah, and he was too. I like that because he delivered that one line so well. He's like, "Do you actually know my sisters, or are you just ragging on me because my parents were fans of the Brady Bunch?" <laughs> like. <laughs> The fucking laugh that Gibby gave was priceless because that felt so genuine. Like, like the laugh was so genuine, and I, I, I loved it so much. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> because I, I think I thought of something really stupid. Like, because when we were recording that, Danny's like, "Okay, I need like the most genuine laugh you could think of," and I think I thought of somebody getting hit in the balls, and I just started laughing. Like it was one of those you didn't expect. Whatever gets you inspiration, bud. When in doubt, Cadenzorda. I mean, it worked. I, ex exactly. Man gets hit and dingling. Like, <laughs> man gets hit and dingling. That's my inspiration. 
but uh no chris uh, what was what was your whole rundown of the episode because i know uh i don't know this was one you were texting me about saying that gibby killed it and i've been i agree dude first of all fucking gibby fucking killed it like as soon as it started out and you hear him going on his fucking rant in the beginning of the episode i'm just picturing this like borderline high-functioning alcoholic detective who doesn't know what to be mad at but he's like sitting in a <laughs> shitty hotel room no air condition fucking woven blade ceiling fan wearing nothing but a wife beater just fucking mad that he's there <laughs> like there was so much detail just hearing your fucking voice dude like you fucking killed that but <clears throat> oh, i mean overall the ego some more i'm loving this well there's not much to stroke <laughs> considering it's the michigan millimeter but, oh, uh, well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I can't deny that. I can't deny that. <laughs> but no, overall, this episode, I am going to listen to every episode in this series because I am invested now because the immersion was fucking great. I actually listened to it twice, once in the morning when it was dark out in my car and then once in the afternoon when it wasn't dark out in my car. Um, that's just how I, that's just my work hours. Dude, honestly. I listened to it three times today. But yeah, like three. just listening to that shit, I'm like, mm, I'm there. I feel like I'm just kind of like standing off to the sideline as one of the party goers. Like, <laughs> why is that guy so mad, bro? <laughs> standing there with a beer in the of... third district. Right? Just sitting there like, he's like screaming at the other cops. He's really angry. <laughs> Cha. And you even got like that one eye closed too, just to make right. sure you're focused yeah. real hard. You know, like I felt like I was standing there watching this shit happen. <laughs> like I felt like I was hiding in the bushes, snarking at the 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 underage kids that were getting arrested and everything. Too. Right? I told every you. Time were, I told you they were underage. <laughs> yeah. Every time Devro talks, you're just like, "Yeah, you asshole." What? Mm -hmm. Yeah, dick. Right, I'm on his side. Fuck you guys. <laughs> you're under arrest for underage drinking, and you're under arrest for aiding in the delinquency of a minor. I'm like, yeah, I'm not fair. under arrest. Fair. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm going back legal. inside. Fuck it. this. <laughs> no, I, I liked it. I liked it. It was, it was like Noxo but hardcore because like Noxo is kind of like that, that old school like radio show drama, almost compared to Branded by Blood. Branded by Blood is like, well, it's as if a radio drama was to be in the 21st century. Like, Branded by Blood just feels real. It feels like, it feels like I had a YouTube video playing with the screen off. So I like that. Okay. I like nice. that. Nice. I was very impressed when I heard Gibby in there. Like, I was like, motherfucker, dude, this dude was all worried and shit in the Discord. Man, I don't know how to do this. Like, bro, just fucking relax and let it let it flow, dude. So like, I wasn't the only one he was reaching out to to calm his nerves. Yeah. Oh, no, there was a lot there was a lot of people that I was reaching out to. Like, I was I, that's how nervous yeah. I was because like I told you many times, Danny, uh, if I'm gonna have a position like this, if I'm gonna do something like this. I want to prove that I deserve this and that obviously shoots my nerves up. So I was reaching out to a lot of people like, hey, you know, I'm fucking freaking out. What do I do? And they're like, again, paraphrasing, shut the fuck up. Do what you're yeah. supposed to do. You'll be okay. Actually, that kind of sounds Danny like Danny didn't say that. No, about saying that Danny sounds like what me and Miguel now. said, though. Hold on, hold on, hold on. To be fair, to be fair, to it's be okay. fair. I didn't be have fair. any nervousness like that. However, 
I've been in multiple bands. Yeah. I've been in CDs. I've sung at the Kennedy Center. I got, I got so some, you know voice. I got some stuff. juice for the voice yeah. stuff. So don't feel bad about that. <laughs> okay. I was happy that it came out. I yeah. was because I mean I did have you play some of them back for me, and I did want to maybe redo some of them. You're like, oh no, they're fine, and I'm thinking in my head, no, they weren't. No, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Trust me, they but were. Uh, it was really cool to hear it all come together. It you know. Worked. But I'm just say, really glad I didn't give him any bad advice because it was still weird to have someone come to me for like voice acting tips. I'm like, what do you do? I'm like, I what would you give advice? Did good in your shit. <laughs> that's why. I was like, well, that's what me and Miguel ended up saying too. We're like, look, Dan will tell you. He'll guide you where you need it to be. You know, just shut the fuck up and listen. <laughs> so like, see, I told you, if it wasn't Danny, it was, Danny, it, was it was fucking fuck up Dark Charm Media like... present. Shut the fuck up and record. There we go. <laughs> I think uh, that's that's I, I an think, improv uh, show right there. Right, oh, yeah. Yes. I think uh, I think it was one of the funnier ones when I I I told Kimmy I'm like if you need coaching let me know and he was like I don't know what the fuck to ask you. <laughs> I was like, all right. All right, let's start with the beginning. So I I ran him through like some simple exercises and stuff like that, and I I, I gave him some tips on how to like use his his jaw, his teeth, and how to you know do do certain lines and express certain lines. And uh, I'm really glad that in the end you did reach out because you know all your studying paid off. Like this was yeah, an A plus yeah. performance, and uh, honestly, I can't wait for the next episode. Like this was a really nice this was a really nice taste of a procedural we had the the captain coming in kind of reminded me of the captain from uh uh last action hero <laughs> yeah. but if you know it's the it, there's another tie into the dark charm mirrors because the captain is the same uh officer maureen that was in fascination street yep so this time oh, now shit. yep so now he's a captain and devereaux obviously obviously he knows his dad because he was there the night that he was born. So. When our magical homos so, did yeah. bad things. Fucking love the magical it's, homos. It's all coming together. What about yep. magical homos? Magical homos. You'll, fa you'll figure that out later. <laughs> Recently. I am already a magical homo. That's why I'm excited. <laughs> then you got to go back. Oh. You got to go back to our, our Juice and Leaf episodes. And I will. I am very interested and very excited. I'll but, tell you some good. We have some oh, good Danny, stuff. I forgot. I forgot to tell you for like some of the, you know, for that scene, because I knew that uh, Devro was a smoker, I bought a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Didn't smoke them, but to say some of the lines, just to have a smoke like in between my fingers, especially when I had to do like the interrogation scenes, I had it in between my fingers just so you I could. Method like, acting. Hell you yeah, bro. For my sister. Whatever I was works, method man. acting with a menthol. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. That's like. Uh... Oh shit! I don't even know when that one character comes out. <laughs> I was recording with Dan, yeah. and he was like, "He needs to sound like the absolute hillbilliest of hillbillies." I'm like, "Hold on, let me throw in a fat dip." <laughs> like, oh, motor mouth. Let me get motor yeah, mouth. Oh, let me get my banjo out. Yeah, I can't wait until that episode, dude. I'm telling you, it's gonna be hilarious. Yeah, yeah, but, dude. Uh, sometimes method acting behind a microphone fucking works, dude. I mean, sometimes like yeah. that whole that it whole. Does. uh that whole shopkeeper scene in the beginning of Aladdin was just legit. Just Robin Williams fucking with stuff on a table, like, and they <laughs> yeah, were give fact, him a... like sixty percent of it was stuff they had to cut out because it would not pass Disney's okay. Oh yeah, because no. it was so <laughs> raunchy. But yeah, uh, they they gave him a they give him an in ear mic, one of the presentation mics, and they sit him in front of the table, 
and just they told him to go to town so they kept like so much of it so but uh i i i think branded by blood is going to be a favorite of the audiences going forward like i know danny and i were really uh were really worried uh about how this how this was going to fit into like the feeling of the other shows especially given fun with dirt given like detonation boulevard and how this was uh very much a, a noir cop procedural with some supernatural elements and you know noxo being on break as it is we were kind of worried as to where this was going to fit in but i think i think this is i think this is i, I think it has a home I, I think we are gonna love where this is going yeah i think we can carry this along for a while oh yeah i and and i and i'm hoping so because you know i i know i'm gonna sound like i'm stroking myself here but especially with this being my first thing i hope this goes far because it is a great series you know, it was a breakout, breakout first episode. I've had people messaging me be like, wow, you actually did really good. And I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah, dude. Appreciate it. Why'd you listen to it? Because <laughs> <laughs> we want people it, to listen to it. We do want people I know, to I know people want to listen to it. It's just listening to me is the difference. But yeah, but you also I'm forget people how- listen to you on purpose anyway. You're on two different podcasts outside of yeah. Dark Charm. Yeah. Ah, shit, you're right. <laughs> you can't sit there and be like, ah, I don't want And I'm subscribed to both of them, so. Yeah, so people uh, listen to you on purpose, dude. Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, so I think we can, uh, I think we can close the book on Branded by Blood for this chapter with a very grateful and happy ending because uh, this was, this was a breakout hit that I believe uh, was a, a huge success in my. This is your this is your fascination street, bud. Yeah, but this is one oh, thing I kind of want to add, and I said this to Gibby the other day. I was like, "Dude, you do speak with a Louisiana accent, but I get this whole Motown vibe whenever you speak." You and do, I don't you know do. if it's a Michigan thing. You do have so a. So I was like, you know it. what? I'm going to throw some Motown into this series, and then like with him in the end, like uh, "Shotgun" by Junior Walker and the All Stars, and he's strutting his way back into the precinct <laughs> i just thought it's, it was it's so again cool. i'd like to take the motown out but it it's the michigan thing yep you, you can never leave it it stays with you it's kind of like herpes it never goes away never fully <laughs> goes away <laughs> so uh yeah no branded by blood I, i'm very happy and i think danny i speak for danny uh when i say that we're very very happy and very grateful that this is going to be a flagship series going forward. Hell yeah, dude. Gibby, we think you found your Rafferty, dude. This is your Rafferty. I hope so. I'm I'm hoping that everybody who listens to this uh, as it comes out more, that people continue to want to stay with Devro and listen to all of his listen to all the stories that involve Heck him, yeah. uh, every line. And I hope they enjoy oh, every piece of it because that Louisiana accent was a punch in the gut to try and do for that long so i really hope like with how much i worked on it i really hope people do enjoy it and we do we enjoy it very fucking much but hey you know what send in the fan mail if you enjoy it let's let's yeah man radio at gmail.com please let us know how we're doing but let's get to the second fucking premiere of this month i do believe this is one of the only times we've had two premieres in one month um not series premieres. We've had a series premiere and a season premiere, but never mm. two in the same time. No, no, no. This is the first for us. Let's talk about the fucking Night Child. The yeah, bloody. Did you listen to the Night Child? <laughs> I, of course. 
course I did. Of course I listened to Night Child. <laughs> did I forget that I was in it? Yes, I did. Because <laughs> I heard my lines and I was like, wait, hold on a second. I think I did those. That's, Welcome to Voice Acting I heard the Dark more of it, Charm. Like, you forget you're in episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I heard those lines again and I was like, oh, wait. Shit, that's me. <laughs> oh. Remember I told you I had to deepen your, uh, your voice because it was really close to Devereaux and I was like, eh, I can't. So I, I, I deepened your voice just slightly to make it, you know, solemn for Solomon Chase. So Yeah, so well I'm, I'm glad about... you did so you could tell yeah. a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you, you have a really distinct voice. But uh it's, and uh let's let's talk about it. The city of Chicago has a night prowler that goes around ditching ditching out environmental justice. <laughs> environmental justice. <laughs> I, I was trying to find a word here. We are it's Captain like, Planet. It's like, yeah, it's like Captain Planet if he was mixed with Batman. Like, <laughs> you littered. Oh, and we have. You're uh, admitting toxic gas. <laughs> we have a we have a very long buildup with uh, with uh, Solomon Chase uh, entering his paid for apartment. He's been taken care of by the mafia. He's been taken care of by the mob. He's doing illegal shit. And uh, he's kind of a spoiled bitch at this point because uh, he's he's uh, running through his penthouse bitching about you know they never get everything right in his orders, mm. and then we have I want lights. extra parmesan cheese. <laughs> the wine isn't the wine isn't the year I ask for you fucking nerds. Right. <laughs> Bring it in time and I'll give you a nice quarter. Uh. And then we hear a voice. We hear a voice after the lights go completely out. And that voice was the voice of Chris Hengel, the night child. Oh, and, uh, he's getting into it now. Oh, he's going to do it. 140,000. 140,000 gallons of toxic waste. <laughs> God, and it sounds so much better on Miguel's mic, though. Yeah, my really expensive one. <laughs> yeah, like whenever I record Night Child Lines, I'm going to have to use his mic or get my own, but it's like a $400 mic. Oh, please do. Oh, I, 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 even modulate, I, I even took that feed and I modulated it even further to give you that little extra oomph. Dude, adding it. like the reverb and shit, I was like, holy fuck. Every I time added Night Child was talking, I was and tingling. A, uh, oh. a Dark Spaces bell, <clears throat> and it worked mm. perfectly. And let me tell you, I, I, re I remember recording. I re remember recording him. He was right here, right next to me, and yeah. uh, I was giving him directions. We were we were building the voice, and uh, we were building the voice because I remember Danny was like, "I want, I want, ready, I want, and I want Batman to be smoked twelve packs a day. I want, <laughs> I want mean. I want, I want this and that." And I was just like, "Okay." Calm the fuck down. I, I got this. Just calm the I fuck want down. someone that would show Batman the door. Yeah, like Danny was going off, and I was like, "Just calm the fuck down." I got this. I got this. It's trusting me. And Danny was like, "I don't know. We're gonna have to fucking see." And I was like, "Just trusting me." And so when we were sitting here, uh, Chris and I were building the voice together, and we went through a couple. Of, we went for a couple of iterations. Uh, one mm -hmm. of them sounded like Fitz, which I thought yeah. we, we had a lot of fun with. <laughs> Well, it's, it's like kind of he... hard not to. I mean, the same guy's playing him, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, and Fitz is already, like, a dark, brooding character as it is, so it was kind of... Yeah. It was 
It, it's very hard to like differentiate those it's two. It's like if it's Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, or Ray the Firefly, it still sounds like Jim Cummings. Like, <laughs> oh my, but like oh, my Evangeline, like my Evangeline up beyond the air. Yeah, uh, but I, th- I think it was really funny that we, like we were we were kind of like having fun with it, and then I was like, okay, let's let's do a serious take, and then Chris just leans into the microphone and then gets his scowling. He just gets this voice out. And I was just like, that's it. You inhabited Perfect. it. You were like, it was like whatever it was, like embedded into you. And you were like, 140,000. <laughs> I honestly couldn't tell you, like, technically how I did it. I have no idea the technicalities of how it happened. When honestly, you... like, I just was like, all right, dark, scary, project. <laughs> like,. <laughs> When you first did that, it was so ethereal. It's like, okay, so are we talking years? Are we talking people? Right? Are we talking? It's like, uh, uh I'm sorry. Either way, the yeah, disembodied like, voice the character was like, oh my god, what? Who is this? What's going on? And uh, you, you know, and uh, it, it resonated so well. And like, the cool part is, is that because because Gotham and Batman is based off of Chicago. I really did have this really tall windows, really dark, black and white, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, A very angular vision of the world. And then Chris's voice just cuts through it all. And I was like, (laughs) God damn, that was perfect. It was so perfect. And it's such a juxtaposition to Gibby's voice uh, uh, of the the spoiled, you know, gangster that you have who's like kind of like, frantic and you know everywhere at once and then you just have the night child and he's just oh he's a predator he's he's on this dude's neck and it was so fucking good the exchange between them was vintage i want to say vintage i'm and i'll say this like if you have not heard this episode yet you really need to go back and and, and listen to this because only words words can't could describe the feeling that you get between the t- the, the two it, it, it's, it's just it's insane how, how good it is it's like you're walking into a black and white movie it's like from the beginning with the sound effects and the rain and everything else going on it's like you feel like you're watching Cary Grant or you know somebody like that like from that old time even though it's modern mm-hmm. it, it still kind of gives off that like dusky gray detective movie feel kind of in a weird way when it starts which off. is weird because the thing that i i tried to do most with with tales of the night child at least this first episode was i wanted to make it more feel like a horror flick but not um with the usual tropes not like uh, a slasher gory yeah like the- i didn't want to be slasher and gore but i wanted to have that scare to it that fear and there- i think that what we did was we we got that right with with how the night child just basically came in made had his honestly had his way with solomon chase <laughs> and then <Yeah>. left <laughs> Oh, I always knew this was going to happen. Sound. I just didn't know when it was going to happen. Right? No, I think that de- I think that goal was definitely achieved because the- my fucking hair was standing up when I was listening to that. Like, <laughs> Especially the with that, the whip, that whole Whips scene, the and then the fucking whipping around. And, oh my god! I was like, fuck imagine. Yeah. And here's the thing: this exact same cloak of night 
is the exact same cloak and knife that Ziggy wears. Mm. Exact same mm. one. War. Baroness ah. wore it. Yeah. The Baroness wore it. And uh I'm so excited. I, and and Jet might wear it. We don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> because it's Jet. But there was there is certainly an edge in this series. And this and this edge was very, very gleamingly apparent. And it came out so fucking well. I know I know what what you originally described was Batman on on turned up to ten. And I was and I like everything everything that got set up in this episode was that. And I think it and you know, for be it from, you know, coming from me, I I I'd have to honestly say it comes down to Chris's performance. Yes, he did a damn Aww. good job. And then and then to his you know, to his other credit, he plays Christian Hawk at the end of the episode yeah and you really under you know you're like well why are we focusing now on this guy hmm. is there something up hmm. but you will find out in the next episode <laughs> so uh Welcome to hawk after dark where we like to go over things that aren't radio friendly this is the journal of agent christian <laughs> hawk today i'm investigating the red light district after dark <laughs> he still sounds weaselly but he's trying to sound tough you know? yeah <laughs> this is the this journal of agent so christian hawk investigating the red light district now? after dark <laughs> ma'am for three dollars <laughs> ma'am just tell me what your friend did for that klondike bar oh no that's all I need. Oh, no, That's between me <laughs> and, and the, the client. <laughs> so by by the end of the I episode, get that, man, course... but there's a murder here. <laughs> God, so what are you gonna give me then, too? I don't got a Klondike bar, but I have a Kit Kat, and I'll break you off a piece if you break me off a piece of information. <laughs> this is beautiful. I love this. Shut the fuck up and record. <laughs> oh man! Oh and of course, God. the episode the episode goes on. Solomon Chase is found dead the next day, and mm -hmm. Christian I love Hawk, how you always bring us back. You're like the dad of the chat. I I try. He really uh, is he the director, though. He's like, the, yeah. otherwise, we will go on a tangent. And Christian, <laughs> we hear Christian, and Christian's <clears throat> Christian. And once again, I give this up to Chris's performance because. Richard is just on a whole nother tonal level uh, of, of vocals than what we heard with the Night Child. He was going to be even worse, though, if you weren't sitting there directing me, though. I was, yeah. <laughs> like, I think we wanted to go full Craig. Gonna, yeah, it was going to be like, all right, come on. Come on, Kristen, you got to get out of Chicago. And he was like, no, I'm Craig. Like, all you right, fine. You, know. <laughs> yeah, you got you to give, uh, give Miguel credit for sort of wrangling, <laughs> wrangling it back in. Yeah. I mean, if if there's definitely one person in this 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 off the cuff that can kind of get me back on track, it would be him. So <laughs> I mean, he's well, known I, me long I, enough. I, so I, I was about <laughs> to say I would hate to disagree with you, but like this man has corralled me in my stupid shit. So like, yeah, I I I got to agree. There's only one person where I'm like, okay, I don't want to, but I'm gonna have to listen. And yet we're on a tangent talking about how he corrals everybody. Yeah, which I got to now corral. It's because, it's because we're so, talking good about him. That's why he's letting irony? us do it. That's what it is. You see him sitting it's there not, smiling. I have, I have to corral this back out of the way. He's smiling like a bird-fed cat. 
yeah. It's like, should we corral this? Uh, no, 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 hold on. Hold so on, hold no. here's, so here's like, I, I know, I know everything in branded by blood worked because of the, the chemistry that, that happened in the district and everything else like that. But I really want you guys' opinions on how Nightchild is such a diverse and uh, such a, a step away from branded by blood. Do you guys, do you guys feel that this is, uh, in the same vein or do you guys feel like this is a very very completely different world because of the because of the performance that chris put on i feel like it's in the same vein because in branded by blood we get we still even though it's a cop show we still get that very like dark heavy feeling that entire episode and then we come to night child and it's a different you know scene that's happening but it still feels very dark very brooding very like you know something is happening but you don't know what's going on you don't know what's going to happen. Who's going to die in this episode? Who's going to, you know, be hung from the rafters and somebody finds the body with a sign, help me right across it. Or I did it. You know, it's to me, it's in the same. It's all in the same vein. Okay. It, it kind of reminds me like another I'm dating myself. So let me get my cane. But back like when regular television, you had like a night of like three or four different cop shows were all on. And then like Thursday night was two or three different like hospital shows. And, you know, so they're all yeah. different shows, but they all kind of have that thread. Like these are, it kind of feels like that. It has that, they're both shows are dark. Both shows seem to be something about like law enforcement, but there's also that where Brandon by blood, you kind of get a little bit more of the, like the audience knows right away that Devereaux has this, maybe we don't understand it yet, but we know that he's got this ability to do something with blood. Right. So mm -hmm we're kind of going as the audience as knowing that whereas with you know night child there's something going on but you don't know what like is it just yep. a costume and a megaphone is this actually something supernatural is it you know now when it starts getting to the whippy whippy slappy slappy hentai bit you know <laughs> yeah. um nice. then you're kind of getting that vibe also but like as they is he really a good guy could he maybe be like well because when Solomon says they'll kill me, it's like, okay, so there's more players here. Are they all supernatural players? Is there are they not? So plus that like miscellaneous case that's mentioned for three seconds about how he has to get home to fill out this case. Well, what case? Yeah. Is it a Happy cold Day case? Farms. Is it a cold case? Is <laughs> it a new case? Is it is it his family? Is what what's going on? You know, we need a we need fan art. We need a fan art of Night Child just standing in the corner with a megaphone. Hey. <laughs> for environment. I love that. Justice. I love that so much. <laughs> I, I got a better one. I got a and better the tendrils one. Is just pipe cleaners. Like <laughs> I, I got, it's Nightchild in the corner with a sign that says "I am not hentai." <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, but no, for everything for me, hentai, honey. If you try hard enough. For me, the feelings with uh, the vibe I kind of get from B cubed was more like the X Files. Where, oh, where like November okay. Chuck right. is a lot closer to like Batman the animated series. I like that. That is a very good comparison. The X Files. I didn't even fucking peg that in there, but that's that was the good. first thing that popped into my mind listening to that. Was this? Is, this reminds me of the X Files season two. Remember the serial killer thing? Yeah, that's that's yeah, really when they started doing like multi episode stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's really interesting. I didn't even put that together. Danny, what about you, man? I know, I know, you're the grand poobah of all this, but uh, we, you and I, kind of have a separation once it's all done. We get to listen to it later. 
so both episodes, I mean, both series are made to be different in that context because they're two different entities. Uh, Devereaux is not Christian Hawk, but they will at some point in time. And yes, I'm spoiling this for all of you listeners. They will be together. Ah! I know. Wait, I'm, like, I'm so excited. Like working so together excited. or like together, like juicy. Working together. We have like some Shane cheese in there. We'll be all right. There will be some Shane, a little... Shane cheese. I'm just I'm saying, you get you get the that I that get the one shy guy on the one. You get the side, one the shy guy, and then you get the guy. the angry like guy on the other side. They end up making a good power couple, you know. Like, we're we're hey, we're not shipping. Would you like to see my badge? We're not shipping them. <laughs> God you want to see it. my badge? Well, I mean, it's not like I've never seen a badge before. I mean, I have a badge too. Like, I guess. I mean, I'll see your badge. I mean, oh, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Right, that's it. Oh, you sweet love Stop. child. What the Stop. difference is, is this badge Stop. is very hidden. <laughs> like, the thing is, is, I can't even think of a character that interacts with these two right now. It's all good. I'll bring some hands. Well, I mean, like, it can't be too hidden. Because, like, I'm a... I'm a, I'm a I'm a detective agent also. Like I'll find your badge. Like it's fine. Oh, stop! Like oh, it won't be that hard to find. Believe me. Right, shut this production okay, down. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we're finding the badge away. isn't going to be the only we're hard thing. Into here. dark charm. Off of, uh, yeah, more like dark charm between here. the sheets. I don't know. That dark like... charm between the sheets. I mean, you know, we have another. We've got Devereaux and Hawk, and we've got Juice and Leaf. So we've got like. Potentially oh, four God. homos right here. Oh, like, dear God. They're not <laughs> four magical homos. Spinoffs. Spin I'm just saying, if we want to get, I think that was the only time where I'd be like, I'm all right, saying. interdimensional sort of adventures. I'd be down for that if there was a time where Christian that would be Hawk great for Devereux. like an April. Hell yeah. Day the quadruple. Yes, the quadruple like magical homos go to old time pottery. Like, <laughs> oh no. I, I See, can't. <laughs> Danny's eyes because like, he's like, I don't want to write that. See, but or, I could write that. <laughs> you know, one of them finds a really cool deal, but it's for four tickets to like an escape room on Groupon. Oh God, not Groupon. I, <laughs> dude, I would, I would love to see Leaf. I would love to see Leaf, Juice, Hawk, and Devro in an escape room. Hell yeah! The fucking key is right there, Juice. What? Right there. And the theme could be the Mardi Gras murders. Like, oh, no. <laughs> there you go. So it's still dark, yes. but it's also fabulous. <laughs> the thing is, oh is that I can, I, I can absolutely picture all of this and just Juice looking at Leaf with daggers and going, I blame you for all of this. I hope you know this. I love you so fucking much. But right now, right, you know what? I'm taking now, away. Now, it was your decision to come no, to I'm a damn. I'm taking away your credit card. No, oh my God, I Raiden, to they're go to fighting museum. again. You wanted to go to a, 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 a an escape room. This okay? is what the third time. No, no, I said it's like the, the fourth escape time tonight. room. The escape Which room. Which one baby. do you think hits the hottest the, out of those? The two? club. The club. Okay. It's it's got to be. It's got to. What gotta the be. fuck are you? Does that to mean that there? for that episode, I would be like the grave minder? Pretty much. We find yeah. our four fabulous the, homosexuals. The gatekeeper, the, ga the, gate the gatekeeper, the grave finder, whichever one you want to call it. <laughs> mind the gaze, yes. Please. Mind the gaze, please. Well, mind the gaze. Mind the gaze now, yes. 
Brain, God, are you gonna somebody, break them up? Like somebody's just, just walking we need by to focus. and just <laughs> fucking hand just plows through the wall. <laughs> uh, anyway, honestly, waiting to see if the biggest one decides to swing first. That's when I might step in. But until then, I'm gonna let them have the little lovers claw. Anyways, I think Hun, you do child... not want him to swing at you. Like <laughs> Night Child is back. Come on, hold on. I think Night Child has has its spot right next to branded by blood and i don't want these shows to be split up on the schedule that may be just me i like i enjoyed listening to these two back to back because it's such a divergent tone and i really enjoyed the i really enjoyed the content of both of them and i really enjoyed them put together and i don't want to see them split up but i mean that's that's not up to me that's up to danny but uh i i think we have two fucking hits on our hands and uh, that they're going to be joining yeah, the family. Yeah. What's up, Gibby? Uh, I agree <laughs> with you on that one. I, I, Well, I agree because, again, it's like, it, it'd be weird. It would be weird to do uh, Brandon by Blood and then have like a fun with dirt where the tone is just completely fucking different. Back to seriousness. It would just kind of be like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We need, what, what are we doing here? Yeah, a little bit too much of a jolt. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, 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 Night Child, Night Child, I believe, is also going to have a, a long living home because I, I, I am such a fucking fan of what, uh, what Chris did with the voice. I am such a fan of, uh, with where, like, where, where, where this is going to go. You know what I mean? And, uh, I really can't wait. Like, I really can't wait for more productions. So, I'm the, excited. The, the concept that I originally had with with christian my wife and i kind of just came up with i mean like i wanted to use the the, the concept but like to have him as an epa epa agent and things like that i was like the idea to do that was to, obviously to break the tone of okay he's a he's either gonna be a detective or he's gonna be a member the of the demon. CIA. Yeah. And I was like, well, what, what have we not done anything about EPA? They do have a criminal investigation division, so yeah. why not use that? One of the few federal branches people don't hate. <laughs> yeah. E-pa. What's funny is that, dude, did it, wasn't there... A, Unless you are a politician and then you hate. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't there an EPA agent in Noxo season one? Uh, I don't think so. I could have sworn there was. I don't think... No, he wasn't an EPA agent. I don't think, because I'm trying to think about. No, you were. He was an Anne. I know he. We had one Anne Arundel County uh, forensics lab guy, and then we had. I don't know. I'm trying to remember back, but I do know he wasn't EPA. Uh, I thought mm. it was, but no. anyways, let's go ahead and close the book on Nightchild and say that uh, we have two new members to this family, and I am very fucking happy, and I'm very proud of. Gibby, I'm very, very proud of Chris. Uh, I know, uh, I know Chris has been like a lot of things. He's been, he's, he's the voice of Rafferty, uh, which is one of a, a lot of people's favorite fucking character. Apparently, I've been asking around <laughs> to those that do listen. Rafferty has a following. All right, yep, Rafferty has really, a following. Yeah, yeah. that's the, I, I'm part of that following. We should I'm, definitely I'm release. Stand right here. We should definitely release the Raff Bucks merch. We do, <laughs> like, the honestly, and, and 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 this is this is gaining steam. Rafferty is up for supporting act. I mean, supporting character of the year. Oh shit! Yeah. Ooh, I'm just saying, if we can get a villain of the year to go, we already have a villain of the year, and he's still in the lead. 
Yeah, Bismarck is, I believe, still Bismarck is, out. is fucking I mean, king. Bismarck like, deserves that. Yeah, Bismarck yeah. deserves that kind of love. So, um, with that said, I, I I love these two premieres. I love these two new shows. I believe they're going to have a long fucking life, and I believe they're going to have a lot of seasons ahead of them. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun seeing where they go, and it's going to be a lot of fun uh, watching these characters develop. You know what I mean? Because the more the more these series go on, the more we get to interact with them, and the more uh, the the actors, you know, Chris and Gibby get to put in. So and so Kelly, excited. and Kelly, I'm sorry, yeah, Kelly too. And uh, she's I, not I, chopped liver. She's not chopped liver. And uh, I, I think it's going to be really cool. So, uh, do we have any I never questions? That I actually, nah, I didn't get any liver, questions. Like, um, I didn't from, get any questions fans. either. So it is time. For the first time in two months, ladies and gentlemen, we bring back Dark Charm Games. Fuck yeah, dude. Off the Cuff presents Dark Charm Games. Woo! Hail to the yes. So we have a new concept, and it is one of the more funny ones. And of course, we got to put our two, our our three, new, uh, our three new members wow. of the cast on yep. the fucking press stand. Press stand. So uh, this is just gonna be, this is just gonna be your characters on a press on, on a on a press junket answering random questions from your episode or from whatever the fuck else, whatever else the 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 crowd can think of. And uh, I'm gonna. Oh, Devereaux. <laughs> so I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Danny pick who goes first. Here. All right. So cool. I guess first on the stand is gonna be Kelly. Uh oh. As Shane Corleone. Yes. All right. So, uh, Miss Corleone, Miss Corleone, uh, uh, follow yes. my press, follow yes. my press. Um, is it true that you think that De uh, Detective Devereaux is a dick? <laughs> I think that while Detective Devereaux does have a somewhat thorny disposition, he's very thorough in his job. Okay. A bit of a backhand compliment there, but I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Officer. Officer, uh, I, Officer Corleone, I, I got yes. a question for you. We have a statement from you from last month that says here that. Uh, you believe the captain should have shot this prick a month ago? Would you care to clarify that? I believe that you're taking that a bit out of context. Uh -huh. We were all joking around, as it were, as one does at the end of a very long, hard day of murder. And just, you Is know, it normal for your department to joke about shooting each other? Have you seen the other members of my department? Yes. Y yes, we have. Uh... That doesn't answer the question. <laughs> Don't worry, darling. We're not going after press yet. Okay, what so, do you mean by yet? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Are you in the press and don't know the meaning of the word yet, honey? No, could you expand on that, please? Yet. To mean possibly sooner or later, but not exactly sure when and if it might be. But don't I worry, darling. I'll make sure it has a name on it for you. Uh, uh, I got a question. Hello. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Irv Burfel, uh, from the uh, New Orleans Gazette. Um, yes. is it true that it gets super duper duper hot in your squad car? 
Then it gets super, super hot in my what now? Your squad car. <laughs> it can on occasion. Is there a particular reason you're curious about the heat of the squad car? We, we just wonder why the windows are always, you know, uh, uh, fogged up. What I do in my personal time is none of your business, This sugar. wasn't in the personal time. <laughs> this was on company time. What I do in company time is none of your business neither. <laughs> well, uh, uh, question, question from the Chicago Tribune. Wait, is, is this Baltimore? Chicago? Wait, where Baltimore. Well, which is New weird. Orleans, We're actually. In New Orleans. I'm from Baltimore. Fuck, I gotta go. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> what, you had the wrong one again? This conference. My <laughs> right, last question, last question here. Uh, it says here that uh, there, there was a rumor about a year back that you and Detective uh, Devereaux had a bit of an affair. Would you care to comment on that? <laughs> now, my, my, my. Anybody would know that man can't love anybody better than himself. I'll quote that. <laughs> I believe that's why they call him the Mississippi Millimeter. <laughs> Damn. If you care to uh, make a statement, Devereaux. Oh, dang. I'm known in a lot of places. Yeah, she's not. I'm known in a lot of places. May not be the biggest, but I am the best. All right, so I guess. Well, you know I'm what they say. It's not the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean, honey, but it's sure hell hard to get to England in a rowboat. Unless you're Superman. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, um, excuse me, Detective Devereaux? <laughs> Detective Devereaux, hi, Agent Christian Hawk, Environmental Protection Agency. Um, I was wondering, um, could I have your phone number? Maybe we can go out for drinks? What the? Not the place. I'll get to you after the press. All right. <laughs> I don't need everybody in the mother calling me for Also, drinks. supplemental last question. Time I, knew that, I walked out naked in a trash can. Also, supplemental question, um, Detective Devereaux, um... Do you throw your cigarette butts on the ground, or do you carry them in a pocket-sized ash can? I throw them on the ground because why would I want to smell like smoke all day when I already do? All right, please come see me after the press conference. I think we need to have a discussion. Mm, I, I think oh. talk to environmental people. <laughs> my wife is like he's about to be naked and afraid. <laughs> Detective Devereaux, a question here. I, I uh, quick yeah, question. see you in the back, sir. So. It's said that you have supernatural powers and have been reported to do strange blood rituals in the middle of the night. Would you care to comment on that? Is there any truth to that? Where did you get your information from is the first question I got from you. Uh, a reporter never reveals the sources. <clears throat> uh, you might need to because uh, they might be smoking a little of the good stuff that I need to get a hold of. Because um, I it, do not do any blood rituals and I don't know who told you. If they did, they need to come calmly and quietly to my place so we can have a little discussion. Um, Detective Devereaux. Hi, uh, yes, Grave Robber, Grave Robber, VT Network. Um, I was wondering, oh, see, we're a small up-and-coming podcast, and we're wondering if you wouldn't mind showing up for, like, a, a guest spot, maybe one episode and a, possibly a post-show. We could maybe talk about some of your cases, things like that. Our listenership kind of dropped a little bit since we had to cancel the educational show. But I feel like someone with a public stature such as yourself could, uh, you know, like help contribute to more exposure. Would you be down for, you know, popping in, say, on like uh, a Sunday? 
two pack Newports and I'm in. Got it. Uh, uh, very cheap day, what can I say? Oh, oh I got a question. Okay. Uh, uh, Irv Purple, uh, Irv Purple, the, uh, uh, Louisiana Gazette. Um, yeah, I switched papers. Um, <laughs> you sure are in a lot of places there, son. I know, I'm sorry. Um, so, so the question I have is, uh, do you know exactly what is going on with these recent, uh, uh, killings in New Orleans? I have a hunch, but until they are completely figured out and we have a pinpoint, uh, pinpoint person i do not want to reveal anything yet that would be a suspect detective i'm sorry are you on the stand no it is me so please you should have waited i believe he was just clarifying his rank oh yeah <laughs> uh last question I here because uh, she seems to talk out of turn when it's not hers uh, Grave Rapper from BT Network, are you saying that women should know their place? Can I quote you on that? I can say that uh, my spot should not be interrupted by somebody who has already had theirs. Oh. Mm. Okay, very, very, very good political answer. Okay. Don't piss off the cops. What? I'm just trying to make sure he's inclusive and he's not Don't some. Don't piss off the cops. What are they going to do? Arrest me? I'm sorry, what was your name? Probably. Grave Robber? Is that, is that a. Is that a nickname or? No, it's on my birth certificate. It's one name? word. It's one word, like share. What, what's his real name? Grave <clears throat> robber. I gotta go. <laughs> Is that all? How many graves have he uh... robbed? <laughs> not answering any questions. I'm not on the stand. <laughs> Hello, this is Marie from the Ladies' Day magazine. How are you today, Mr. Devereaux? How have you known that you were going to be on our top poll? for the most eligible bachelor uh, in New Orleans. It surprises me in all reality, because I drink, I smoke. I'm not exactly the most friendly person on a first date. I like to go to a McDonald's in a movie and call it a, call it a time of my life. Oh, hmm. Not exactly what our sources said, but that's all right. Wait a minute, hold on. Now you got me intrigued. What are the sources saying? That he's yeah, what are eligible these and single and interesting. Oh, okay. And he knows how to take care of his elderly women, too. God, I do like them a little older. The older... They, like, they say that a woman is like a fine wine. The older the berry, the sweeter the juice. Okay, I th 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 thank you, thank you. I believe that's the darkest berry. Stop talking into the microphone, lady. Thank you, uh, thank you, Detective Devereaux. Okay. Gets, gets, take your cigarette butt with you, man. I don't want this on the stand. All right, up next we have uh, we have a newcomer, uh, EPA agent Christian Hawk. Would you please come up to this uh, to the stand, please? <clears throat> Oh my god, is this thing on? Hello? Yes, it's on. Okay. Please put somebody up there that knows what they're doing. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, really not, I'm not really sure what to do with my hands right now. Sorry, I'm a little, I'm a little flustered. Take I've, I've them had off a lot the of mic coffee. first of all. Okay. Um, Thank you. Raw monitor. You can so, any... Uh, I, yeah, any questions? Who even knows who I am? You wipe your hands on the paper towel on the table. You are sweating all over the place. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, so first okay. question. First question here. Uh, we we understand yes. uh, uh, from the Boston Gazette. We understand that you were investigating uh, a known mobster that ended up dead on your watch. Now, do you take full responsibility for this, or is this something that you believe should have been handled by an outside agency? Well, I mean, currently that is an ongoing case, so I'm not allowed to discuss it whatsoever, but I do appreciate your interest in our um, agency's activities. Next question, please. Uh, I, oh, wait, uh, you can have one. Uh, I, got, I got a question for you. Uh, you know. Yes, yes, the uh, handsome man your, in the front. What, what? <laughs> he froze up. <laughs> What is your relationship with uh, Devereaux? I don't know. What is his relationship with you? Some interesting stories that uh, you two have been sighted uh, in a in a certain motel off Highway Six. Um. Also, that may or may not. Come on, Christian, keep it together. Um. Next question, please. (laughs) Hello. This is Mary from Ladies Day Magazine. Hi, Mary. That you wow, you smell really pretty. <laughs> I'm an eligible bachelor, according to who? Well, that's I'm what just... I've come here to ask you. Are you or are you not? I mean, it depends who's asking, I guess. Um, really, I just, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of focused on work right now. Fuck, Christian, come on, focus. Oh, he looks just, so cute when he's blushing, ladies. Look at I'm those I'm just pictures. kind of focused on work right now. I mean, you know, I try to be nice and courteous to everybody that I meet, but, you know, their, their impression of me is their impression. I have no control over that. Oh, what a wonderful response. What is your relation to one Agent Helena Burke? Oh. I thought we were um, dealing with public interest questions here today. Uh, you ain't got to answer that. You ain't got this answer the public that. wants to know. <laughs> you ain't, ain't got to answer that. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm being told that I really don't need to answer that. So can we okay. move on to the next question, please? What is your uh, uh, situation with uh, 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 Brayden Devereaux? Well, yes. we are planning on meeting after this press conference so I can Seriously, have a discussion with him don't. about, you know, littering. Uh, <laughs> cigarette cigarette butts take hundreds and hundreds of years to decompose um, in the soil and on the ground, and that's something that we don't stand for at the Environmental Protection Agency. Um, it's it's not going to be a threatening conversation or anything because, you know, like, we're, we're one of the only feds that people actually don't hate, so I don't want him to be mad at me. I kind of want him to like yourself. me. I mean, I want him to like me a lot, really, but I mean, you know. I got, I got one more. more uh, personal I got interest questions? Personal interest questions? Okay, well, you know what? I got I to hear this. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just commenting about the uh, enthusiasm. That's all. Well, I mean, I just want to make sure that I'm liked by the general public so that we don't get a song about, you know, like, F the EPA. We're just trying to help the environment, guys. Oh my god, that would be a funny song. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Miguel, you're on it. You gotta write the song called F the EPA. It's gonna be called FIPA. (laughs) 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 One another question, sir. All right, one, one, one final question, you, sir, in the front. Isn't it true that you were the last person to see Solomon Chase alive? Again, um, that is an ongoing case. As far as I know, 
I was one of the last people that has been uh, that was questioning him. Um, but we can't say for sure because we are still investigating the case. Thank you. Right, thank you very much, uh, Agent Hawk. All right, next up to the press stand, we have Captain David Moraine. Come on up, and uh, we got some questions for you. <laughs> you bet I make them quick. All right, I've uh, got, got a question here. Uh, is, is, it, is, it, is it true that your promotion of Detective Braden Devereaux was racially motivated? Yes, next question. <gasps> Jesus. <laughs> which, is your favorite, which is your favorite restaurant? Dunkin' Donuts or IHOP? Denny's, next question. <laughs> I know, right? I wasn't expecting this. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Captain. Uh, uh, I, I, as far as the conduct of your officers goes, do you have any standards that have to be met by your officers, or do you uh, condone the public behavior of Detective Braden Devereaux? Love them all. Next question. <gasps> Shit. Hello. Questions. He's yes. My name is Miss Marie from Ladies Day Magazine. <laughs> well, hello. How are you? I'm okay. Um, just wanted to say sorry. I don't think you were uh, put on the eligible on the bachelor eligible, list. Eligible no shit, Sherlock. This year. <laughs> so instead, I want to ask you another Maybe question. Maybe eligible widows. So when it comes to your politics and standings, why do you always give such one-word short answers as if the rest of us are too stupid to realize that's just you covering everything up that you don't want to tell the public? Oh, shit. You are not. Someone from public is clearing house. <laughs> Who the fuck this can make? I'm not. I'm not. Nepotism. Next question. <laughs> oh, well, that answered my question. But notice, he didn't answer mine. <laughs> well, I, I didn't I, even I, ask my I question. I got a question here. <laughs> got a, I got a question back here from the Michigan Gazette. Michigan Gazette, go ahead. Uh, how long are you going to keep the mustache? Wheaties. Next question. <laughs> Wheaties. This guy has all the answers. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. He answered my question about whether or not he was promoted to captain because his father was the previous captain <laughs> without me even asking it. Okay, I got one last question for you, Captain. <laughs> As for the uh, unsolved case of who assaulted Miss Devereaux back in the 1980s and 70s, uh, there is a cold case still out there for two wanted men. Do you have any comments on who those men might be or is it still at large? No, but they need to get their ass kicked. Next question. Anybody else got anything? Because I'm out. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, even his his even his even forehead sweat is intimidating at this point. I, I know, right? Bead by bead, I just get scared more and more. Like, right, well, thank you very much, just Captain. Just hate thank and you. discontent just leaking thank out you. of his body. Tic-tac Skittles. Next question. What the fuck? No, no, nobody you're even done. asked you're anything. Done. You're done. You're, please step are off you, the stand. Are you watching He's the like beads of sweat off his mustache? For no reason now. Oh, Captain, oh, my captain. Question. question. Is it true that you are a pre-programmed police AI? And you're actually at home in a bathrobe right now? Yes. Next question. <gasps> All right. Officer, okay. Officer Corleone, could you please escort your captain off the stage? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you were good. I think, that was great. I think come on, come on. I think we should have started more. Jesus. Should have asked him more about the AI. I need to talk. He got nervous there for a second. He gave us more than one word. We should have kept on that. I 
mean, let's fucking mean. not. It's still not not enough to write an entire article about, but I don't think he scared. I don't I, think I, he I, said I, enough words to make a paragraph. All right. I, that's that's what I'm saying. Like we got a paragraph. Maybe if we can stretch it out a little bit, like double space it or something. Maybe if we I all get know. together and like write one article and all respond. <laughs> yeah, but how would the credits work? My editor in chief will not go for that. Uh, editor in chief. Right. Is, I'm just trying to get a better me. Ladies Day magazine. I know. My editor in chief texted me and he's like, "Don't you dare bring this in Monday. Don't you dare." <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna I regret quit. this. I'm gonna regret this. But here we go. Up next stand, we have uh, Mr. Jet Hawk. Come on up. Oh, yes. All right. Wow. Who's got what? I uh, got a question for you from the Michigan All right, Gazette. Skinny guy. Uh, Jet, Wait, am I the how much do you drink guy? in a day? You want to be the fat guy? Shut up, B Cup. I'm answering the questions here. <laughs> what was your question again? How much do you drink in a day? As much as I could fit in. Now you, said, only uh, hours. you, seem, you seem to be pretty large. Like, uh, how, uh, much, how much would you put put that into? I mean, uh, let's see. 1.75 liters times fuck you equals I'm wasted. All right, next question. Um, yeah, Mr. Hawk. Uh, all right, not skinny guy. You're, all right, thanks. <laughs> your, suit, your suit seems to be pretty well sealed. Um... The question we all want to know at VT Network is when you fart, does it come directly up the neck hole? Yeah, no, there's there's no fucking filter in this goddamn thing. I farted a protein cracker the other day and I almost passed uh-huh. out. Good to know. That's what we were wondering. Yes, Dead Man was me five bucks. Yeah, Nick, you ever, you ever smelled rotten string cheese? Now I have a, a counter question. Hold on. Uh, uh, oh, God. Furred uh, Listen, listen. Um, what are protein crackers? Yes. All right, next question. Hello, this is Marie from Ladies Day Magazine. Yes, you are. (laughs) How does one exactly get brain matter off of a metal suit? Well, first of all, it's not metal. Second of all, a lot of fucking scrubbing. Third of all, gain. Hey, Jet. What's up, kids? Hey, um, you want to hang out and get a fucking drink later, bro? I got some shit I got to get off my chest. Absolutely, man. We're going to hit the whiskey. They cool. actually have whiskey and cigarettes in this place. Should oh, hell yeah. you not be drinking, Fitz, considering where you came from? Look, my whole reason for living is gone. All I have left is drinking. Hey, don't, don't, don't give them the fucking satisfaction. Whoever the fuck said that, do me a favor. Suck, start a shotgun. Next question. Um, Je- uh, yes. Sir, sir, back I, here. Uh, the other skinny guy. Do you, uh, so you're in the desert a lot, if I'm correct. You are. Uh, has there ever been a time where a cactus has been a mirage of a beautiful, gorgeous woman? And the follow-up question to that is, have you ever tried to hug it dearly? Uh, several fucking times, and it did not stop at hugging. Splinters and cactus needles are difficult to remove from flesh that does not flex. All right, use uh, other, other skin guy. Yeah, hi. Uh, Clark Kent, Daily Planet. Um... I was wondering, is it true that you turned yourself in to collect your own bounty? Supplemental, if so, where did you come up with such a power move? Uh, one, yes. Two, I'm kind of stupid. That's pretty much the gist of it. Uh, I, I wish I had a better answer for that. I that's mean, fine. Like, I'm just going to quote you directly. That's, Thank that's you very cool. much. Thanks. All right. Next question. Oop. All right. Other, other, other skinny guy. 
I have a name, sir, but we'll just no, go don't. past that. Touche. What did you think of your last mission that was ever presented to you before you got the suit? Hey, let me ask you thoughts? something. You ever talk so much that somebody punches you in the mouth to shut you the fuck up? Yes, I have. Bring it on, big boy. I need to know about that final mission you got. Cool. I'm going to meet you outside of the bleachers at 3 o'clock. Bring your lunch money, asshole. Hey, skinny kid, you don't know what you're getting your ass into. I'm just answering honest, journalistic questions here to the both uh, of you that are trying to intimidate me. All right, best of luck, kid. Is it true that you have Hack's famous grits recipe? Uh, yes. Yes, I do have that famous recipe, and uh, it is guarded heavily. In other words, if you're trying to get near me or it, I'll probably end up murdering you in some horrific way. But is it also true that you made up a large batch of it for all of the press uh, secretaries uh, today? Fuck no. Why would I share with you people? Then what the hell have we been eating? Um, what do you, what do you mean by you people? I mean you fucking people. <laughs> Damn. You fucking people. <laughs> what do you mean all by right. you people? I mean you fucking people. <laughs> all right, that last, last, last question. All right, hurry up, kid. The, the bars are closing. Now, we know that you've been uh, searching history books, of course, being, you know, from whatever fucking time. What was your favorite subject that you felt helped you out the most? Cooking. Yeah. <laughs> no, I that don't think you get it. There's history, not, but sure that works. No, I don't think you fucking get it, kid. There is not goddamn thing out here to fucking eat, all right? So the more combinations of shit that you could put together to make it taste good, the better you are off in life, all right? Fucking cooking. Learn that shit. If you can turn sand into a fucking spice, you're a god. All right, now I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Fitz, let's go get some whiskey, man. I didn't. I didn't All dismiss right. Him. I think I we're done this episode. I didn't dismiss him. And he stole my cigarettes too. Devro did. <laughs> I ran out. What more do you want me to do? I had two packs. He, he stole one. And I needed asshole's... two packs. What a coinkadink. Fuck me. All right. <laughs> Hey, Robert, let's fucking go, dude. I'm tired of getting pickpocketed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you, did you did they pickpocket that five bucks you owe me about the fart question? Yeah, he took it. Well, you still owe me five Do you bucks. know how much cigarettes cost? <laughs> anyway, they ain't exactly cheap around here. <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap this up, Danny. Well, if you thought May was insane, June's just as bad. <laughs> Yes. Worse. You're gonna have your set. Yeah, just or better. Well, honestly, it's amazingly better. But you're gonna get both the uh, second episodes of Branded by Blood and Tales of the Night Child. You're going to get the series finale of Detonation Boulevard, the the end episode. And I'm That's telling right. you, if you thought the the ride getting up to this point was something you ain't seen nothing yet and then we also have the uh the aforementioned and highly touted gym episode of fun with dirt yeah yeah go on you the gym gym seriously if you think harry and jay and craig and everybody has been fucked up to this point you ain't seen nothing yet (laughs) (laughs) it is going to be insane Oh God, it's so good. But let's uh thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Gibby. Congratulations to both of you. Congratulations, Kelly. 
on your guys' premieres this month. Thanks. I Thank believe you. you guys have a long fucking standing series in Dark yeah. Charm. Uh, and uh, we can't wait to see more. So, I'm excited uh, about it. Yep. Yay! I'm ready. I'm ready to hear more of my voice through my through my car speakers and have everybody else around me hear it too. Hell yeah. Especially Hell yeah. when we get all four magical homos together. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited for that episode. I'll even, you know what? I will sit and write that episode. You really got to listen to Juice and Leaf, Kelly. That, but, that might be a Christmas. We might Christmas special that shit. Yes. April 1st, Christmas. There's so many different ways we can pick homo, homo special episodes. Well, or even we, not exactly. well, Christmas episodes if you oh. want, you know. Before any of that happens, we have to have Rafferty's problem. Yes. Rafferty's, Rafferty's headache. Problem. I'm sorry. Rafferty's headache. We have to have that episode written out and done. But uh, Danny, go ahead and yep. do the sign off so we can get out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, if you need to reach out to us, we are at darkcharmradio at gmail.com. <laughs> we are also on Facebook at Dark Charm Media. And uh, you'll be able to contact us e- either way, uh, either through instant message or by email. Uh, give us your questions. Give us, you know, any comments. If give us some love, depending on what you want to do, we'll we'll take you, you know, whatever you got. Uh, but from all of us here at Off the Cuff, we bid you all adieu. Off the Cuff is a Dark Charm Media production. Special effects by Zapsplat.com. When the Levy Breaks by Led Zeppelin. Two Minutes to Midnight by Iron King. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.